This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and special shout out to Sphere Rocket VA for connecting me with another Icon Award winner. And today that would be Wendy Foreman. Wendy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, dear. Of course. We're super excited to get to know you. So let's take it back to the beginning. Who's Wendy? Where are you from? What market are you in now? And how did you find yourself in real estate? So kind of funny. Um... We have been with EXP not quite seven years now, I think like six and a half-ish. And um, so we started in real estate in 99. And my husband is actually a third generation realtor. And you have never seen parents more angry that we got in real estate. Why? (laughs) Oh, they were livid. Well, okay. So my husband's family was mainly comes from a building and development background Mm -hmm. and his dad just never like loved the real estate side. He never loved the realtor part, even though he would have been president of the board at one time and president of the home builders at one time. So it was funny. And here we are, they were mad. And here we are (laughs) 22, 23 years later, still doing it. Yeah. And our son is a fourth generation realtor. Wow. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I, I kind of come from a same story. Like my grandparents are realtors and, uh, you know, they were auctioneers and ranchers and they're like, we never made any real money till we started in real estate. And so, uh, you know, I'm getting my license. I don't know if I'm going to actively practice, but, um, they're pretty, they were pretty stoked when I told them I, I caught an interest in it. So that's pretty funny that, you know, we're coming from two separate worlds where my yeah. grandparents are like, yay. And your parents are like, why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Norm, and we're in Norman, Oklahoma. So we're just south of Oklahoma City. So and we've been okay. here for a long time. That's cool. Really cool. So then, Wendy, you know, um, you've been with the XP for a while, but how did you stumble across the XP? Was it your first brokerage? Um, clearly not. If you've been here for coming up on seven years and you've been in real estate for 20. But, you know, what's your story? How did you come across the XP? Where did you come from? Oh. We were with another brokerage for a lot of years and um, mm-hmm. primarily 15 years prior, we were with KW and then one with Remax. And it, honestly, I just never felt like anything was a really good fit for us. We're kind of, um, so I started in real estate with like a baby on my hip and going to real estate school on the weekends and mm-hmm. while I was nursing my son. So I was trying to, you know, make it work around our family and um, help my husband um, because I saw that we could take kind of take it to the next level. So I he got in in '99 and I came followed right behind him in 2000 and mm-hmm. kind of blew it up and really felt like this could really be something kind of big. And my husband doesn't necessarily always have that vision, but I did because they came from the real estate development background. I was like, we could we could really make this into something huge, and it just worked really well for our family. That's awesome. So then, you know, when you were looking at EXP, what drew you to it? So we've got, you know, stock options, rev share, collaboration. What was the shiny light that was like, you know what? EXP looks like a good jump for us. So funny. So we're, 
I was at the Remax convention in Las mm-hmm. Vegas. <laughs> and my friend, I was on the phone with a friend at KW and telling him that this whole Remax thing wasn't working for me and I really needed to do something else. And he tells me to reach out to another friend of ours that had just moved to EXP the month before. So ironically, a Keller Williams agent brought me to EXP and my friend who had moved from Keller the month before. So I got on and she's telling me all this stuff. I'm like, you know, like it sounded too good to be true, but I am a pretty big risk taker. So I jumped right in and that would have been, let's see, that would have been in March of 2016 because literally I changed companies while I was at the convention, not telling my Remax broker, came home and cleaned out our office. Wow. Wow. (laughs) And you're like, see ya. This is the move for me and I have got to go. That's so, what are the odds, you know? Yeah. I'm an all in girl. So I saw it and I was like, it sounds too good to be true, but I'm going for it. And you know what? And here you are six, almost seven years later, and you're still loving it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Wendy, you know, what keeps you here? What makes you say I'm never leaving EXP? You said you're an all in gal, but you know, you've been to a couple different brokerages. So why is EXP where you're deciding to drop anchor? So I think the way it's working for us. So Mm -hmm. we, at the time we had a full-time employee and, um, she was really nervous about working from home and it worked out great. I actually found out that removing ourselves from an office situation made our productivity go up. So it is. And I never anticipated because she was real nervous about moving home. But what I didn't realize is because she was a real experienced agent too, that mm-hmm. how many interruptions she was having during the day that was taking away from her productivity. And I hadn't really realized that because she had been with us, I think six years at that point. So okay. I was really kind of shocked at wh- how the productivity kind of went through the roof. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh gosh, there's something to this. I have an office at home. And one of the reasons I had an office at home in a really long time was because when I was with Keller and I was on ALC, they wanted me in the office. So I started paying for an office. What I didn't really realize is at that time that I was actually being leveraged as broker help. Hmm. Isn't that my favorite thing? I wasn't really realizing that, what that was. Okay. <laughs> I I see that. That, huh? Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, then you saw the model at EXP. You were like, wow, you know, we really have the opportunity here to work in the metaverse with the best of the best. Productivity is higher. They've got access to training if we want it. Um, so then, you know, moving on from that, obviously you're very busy three or four generations of real realtors in your family, which is great, which is really cool. And, uh, I just want to know, Wendy, you know, how have you guys, you know, taken away from this to take care of yourselves? How do you avoid burnout mode? How do you have that nice work-life balance structure? Of course, to the best of your ability. Honestly, I kind of feel like that is always a, a stress. And I, I think that people who have a tendency to work at home have a tendency to be on 24 seven. And so we actually had to, especially during this weird time in history, we've actually uh, bought a home that's an hour, just a little over an hour away at the lake. And I just bought one investment down there too. Um, so that we have time off. It's nice with our son being in real estate now that he can kind of help and fill in when we're not around. And we've got other people in our road share group that help as well. But um we really found out during shutdown even more so that, I mean, you could burn out real easily in this business because you are on, I mean, my phone started ringing at seven 30 this morning. It's yep. ridiculous. Yeah. 
And you've got to do you so, set those boundaries. Do you time block? Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. And you- I called I call that client back at 930. I, I, I answered my phone. I'm, I'm one of those people that always answers their phone though. I've always felt like in real estate that I've had um, some major success because I answer my phone where a lot of other people don't. So I answered the phone at 730, told her, listen, I am just getting up. I have not had coffee. I realized that house that you said you didn't want to make an offer on last night, that you changed your mind this morning and we're going to write it up, but I'm going to need to call you back after I've had coffee. So I might have a bad attitude. I'm tired and not awake. Oh my gosh. That's I, my least favorite part of every day is waking up. Like I love being alive. (laughs) I love living throughout the day, talking to people, but I dread, dread that alarm. I hate it. I hate waking up. I'm so cranky. And I've like, even since I was little, I hate when people tell me good morning. So isn't that funny? <laughs> Maybe that's why I good morning. Yeah. Yes. I don't usually say that. I totally understand that. <laughs> I understand setting those boundaries and needing a cup of coffee and uh, needing a minute to come to, and that's totally okay. And right. uh, Wendy, now I'd like to talk a little bit about the icon award, but I want to see it through your eyes, right? So, you know, what kind of production did you have to do in Oklahoma to get there? Um, because obviously the production you have to do there differs a little bit from Alaska and LA and everything else. And, um, I would also like to know, you know, what benefits you took away most from the icon award and how you give back to the culture, right? Are you a mentor? Are you coach? Do you teach lessons? Tell me the icon award, but Wendy's version. Okay. So I think one of the major reasons that I moved to EXP was the icon award. Because, I mean, how does it not make sense to folks to get your entire cap back in company stock? Um, especially knowing that that stock down the road is worth a lot more money. Um, for me, EXP has really changed the financial f- future of my family. Um, I think that during shutdown and not knowing what was going to happen, we were able to pay off every single mortgage that we had left. Um, then put a lot of money in the bank and you know, just kind of set things up for if for God forbid, we didn't make it right. We're, we're just turning 50. So you know what I mean? Um, so that part was huge for me, understanding what that meant for my family. I think I understood the mechanics of it. But I didn't anticipate how it would actually play out. So my anticipation of what the numbers would look like on the icon stock were actually um, a little bit more than double. So that has worked out beautifully for us. I think it's like a forced savings thing. I love giving back. I am a mentor. I do work with our small group of agents quite a bit um, uh, because I kind of have started uh, with our rental properties. We've transitioned quite a bit of our uh, rental property inventory over to Airbnbs. So I'm mentoring some people into the Airbnb business as well. So, I mean, we do a lot of mentoring that involves obviously with our icon. I used to run a mastermind in the cloud for a lot of years. I think I did that for five years on Monday mornings and then they wanted to bump the time back and that didn't work with my schedule. So I'm not doing that anymore, but I still have made a lot, a lot of friends through that group too. That's awesome. You know, just uh, really buying into the culture here and, you know, making sure that I just, I love the one thing about EXP that I really love. And I think I don't want to quote who said it because I'm not positive, but one of my first week of podcasting, somebody said the best thing about EXP is what you do is you learn, then you earn, and then you return. And I think that that's um, so well said. 
about yeah. the agency culture and I love it. And, you know, you're learning from the best of the best. They're teaching you lessons. I mean, there's new courses every week um, that you can catch up and train on. And it's uh, kind of up to you to use the tools that EXP has laid out for you. Well, and it's, you know, kind of going back to the thing of productivity, the cloud environment has allowed us, especially within needing help or broker stuff or office stuff, to be able to jump in your office and just comparing it to like a regular real estate office. If you have to drive to that office, talk to the, wait for the administrator to get back from lunch to talk to them about a problem you've got maybe on a DA, when we can jump into the cloud and have 10 people ready to wait on us and fix a DA if there's a problem, you know, I don't know that there's better service and support for agents, in my opinion. Absolutely. You know, and uh, I, I was talking to an icon a while back and they said somebody had left EXP because they didn't feel like there was enough support. And like my jaw dropped. I was like, how do you and you really have to self-sabotage yourself to feel like you don't have support here at EXP. You have to isolate yourself because. I mean, you can reach out to anyone here and they're happy to talk to you and help you and share their secrets with you. You just have to be willing to reach out and get involved in that aspect. Well, and that's the thing. When If I hear stuff like that, I have to believe that somebody hasn't really tapped in to what mm -hmm. we have to offer. So, I mean, I think that there is more than anybody can possibly use. I know I'm doing a CE class in the next hour after you and I finish. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just so much. And I know the, the broker support has been really, really good, at least on our end in Oklahoma. Um, obviously, it takes us a little bit longer to get to Icon because our sales prices are lower. Although one of my first closings this year is going to be like 1.65. So that's pretty large in our market. So yeah, um, I think it takes us like maybe I think it's somewhere around 3.3 million before you get to Icon. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But um or maybe that's where we cap and then you have to do 20 more. I don't really keep track of it. I'm just like, God, when we get to Icon. Like, this, just yeah, get it. Keep just going. keep going. And uh, yeah. Icon naturally. That's okay too. That's yeah. great. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of a productivity person. So I don't, I don't really worry about it. I just kind of keep my head down and do it. And when it gets there, I'm happy. That's awesome, Wendy. You know, and uh, you know, that's kind of the way to do it. Unless you're a newbie and you really have to set out those daily goals. You know, once you get up there and you're really cranking them out. It's nice to just be like, Oh, look at that. I capped on my icon, you know, award two, two weeks ago. And I didn't even realize, which is really exciting. Um, so Wendy, you know, speaking of some newbies that may be watching and setting out those goals, you know, at one point you saw the icon award. It's why you came over to EXP. It was big and shiny. Yep. There were lots of benefits to it. So as a newbie, who's maybe new to real estate or new to EXP, and has been in real estate for a couple of years, you know, what's some advice for chasing after that icon award in the first year? Is it obtainable for them? You know, I think it's, it's totally obtainable, but it is about work ethic. Mm -hmm. So you can't just sit back and wait for people to come to you. You actually have to be either active in your community and getting out and talking to people. So it's about appointment conversion. So the more appointments you have with people, the more um, contracts you'll get, the more, I mean, I seriously think that if people could close three or four deals a month, you're really on that path. Cause then all you have to do is double it from there and, um, and be really committed to what you're doing every day. Mm -hmm. When I was training a group of agents a while back, maybe within a couple of years ago, cause it was an EXP group. I remember making them put a bucket. I brought buckets, these like little small tin buckets to 
to our meeting one Saturday morning and they're like, what's up for? I'm like, you're not allowed to come home until you've added one person in this bucket or, and to your database. Mm -hmm. So like really forcing people kind of out of their bubble to go out and talk to people because this is a people and customer service industry and everybody knows like three realtors, but how are you going to be the one that everybody wants to hire? So you kind of have to be at top of mind all the time. And if people haven't kind of bought into that sales culture or maybe just don't understand, I think um, one of my favorite books really early on from a coach that I had who I was at a really good production level at that time or what I thought was a really good production level. Maybe it was like eight or 10 million. And he like threw this book at me and it was go for no. And it was a really quick read. But it was really all about sales. And I hadn't, I didn't come from a sales background necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, tr- uh, I had teacher training in college. So, you know, I didn't really come from that whole sales background and realizing that um, part of the path to a yes is a no. So you have mm-hmm. to go get through all these no's before you get to a yes. And just realizing that um, failure is part of the process. Of the, you know, there's this continuing of failure in order to succeed. And when people kind of get past that, I think that's when they really start succeeding in real estate or any sales industry, probably. Um, because I don't, I, I think that, uh, I still think that people are brought up to think that failure is a stopping point. Right. And, and you're you, absolutely right. It's part of the process. I love that. Failure is part of the process. Well, it's, it's the path to success. So if you don't see failure as part of the path to success, I don't know if you succeed in this business. And that's where I think we lose a lot of brand new realtors. Mm-hmm. And so if they would just sit down and maybe spend, I think I spent less than a weekend reading that book, maybe a day or two, and realize that, dude, this is all part of the process. The more no's you get, the faster you're going to get to your yes person. And so if you don't go out every day and try to get through all the no's, and I mean, not just, no, I don't want to list my house. It's, you know, it's smaller. There's smaller little bits in that. Asking a client, do you want to make an offer on this house? No. Okay, next house. You know what I mean? All the no's that you have to get through, throw each individual client to get to what they want. Because you're taking them on that path. Yeah, absolutely. You're 100% right. And, you know, I think, it, what do they say? It takes like 10 no's to get one yes. I wouldn't doubt it. I can't remember That's exactly something like that, but a, a substantial amount of no's compared to your yeses, but it makes that uh, yeah. yes all the sweeter. Yeah. But Maybe, I think that that's um, where we lose some people in real estate sometimes. Oh yeah. I mean, what do they say? Uh, only 20% of real estate agents end up successful. It's kind of crazy to me. Cause I just, sometimes I have a hard time wrapping my mind around that, but I, I may have, I, my D personality may be more suited towards real estate in general. So, and I'm only like, I think D's are only like 6% of the population. So, yeah, no, that makes sense. And, uh, you know, some people just don't like being told no, like me specifically, I get hurt. Like I do six to eight of these podcasts a day. Right. And when somebody's like, no, I'm not interested. I'm like, why, you know, like, and they just, maybe they just aren't comfortable on camera or on the microphone. You know, it's not, I'm not selling you anything on this thing. It's completely free, but it still hurts my feelings or, I remember fundraising when I was little, you know, knocking on doors, asking them to buy cookies and people, no, thank you. And I'd go and cry to my mom. (laughs) Why don't they want cookies from me? Um, And so, you know, sometimes people just don't like being told no. And as if it's a career option, you know, it it adds up and not everybody's built to succeed in real estate. That's what makes it so sweet for those that do and hustle and work hard, especially for our icons that are top 2% at EXP. I mean, you guys are the best of the best out there. Thanks. 
we work hard. That's, that's the, that's the thing about it is people don't realize how much hard work it does take. Right. The, the coaching, the mentorship, leaning into your resources, training, it does take a lot of work. And, uh, when and I would like to have the technology too, you know what I mean? We have to stay up on the technology all the time. Evolve or get left behind. That's just right. what it is. And it's been so nice to see that EXP is, uh, you know, they're really into the technology. They're not going to let their agents get left behind. But the thing is, is that you have to be a self-motivator and you have to get in there and learn the new programs because nobody's going to make you do it here. Well, and I really believe that whole lifelong long learning person is the one that kind of taps in and does really well here because it, things are just developing and changing. And I've kind of always wanted and watched the cutting edge of technology. So to be involved with a company that does that now has been a real good fit for me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's so well said, you know, the, the lifelong learning, it's important. It's part of the culture here. And if you're excited to learn, you'll be excited to be a part of EXP. And Wendy, you know, for those that maybe are seeing EXP, the model, you know, obviously we're the fastest growing real estate company in the industry right now. So EXP is making waves. People are hearing about it. And that means that brokerages are out there stirring rumors like, oh, you don't want to go over to EXP. They're a cult. They're a pyramid scheme. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. So what would you have to say to somebody that's sitting on that ledge of skepticism? I'm a just do it girl. So should I get off the pot? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I may not be very nice about that part because you either You're want honest, it or you don't. I love it. And you just have to... <laughs> I, I guess I'm not here to try to convince anybody that it's the thing for them. I just explained to me what it's done for me and my family and how me jumping in and taking chances. I mean, every time I take one of these huge leaps, it works out. So I'm kind of that girl that jumps off a cliff and figures out how to crash on the way down or float on the way down or fly on the way down, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I just... I'm an all in person. So you get into it and you figure it out um, and you make things work for you. When you realize that, that certain things work better for you. Um, I think I was ahead of my time uh, wanting back in 2000 when the internet was like a baby. I'm like, damn it. Why can't I have office meetings in my computer at my house? We, the internet was a baby and I was already demanding that. And they're like, you're crazy. I'm like, why can't I watch the video, the meeting on video for my house? I have an infant. This is inconvenient for me to drive him up to the office for a damn meeting. True. You know, I, so I was, there were certain things that I was demanding really early on in this industry that were just way ahead of their time mm -hmm. and they weren't willing to accommodate and they thought I was crazy. So that's why EXP has been such a good fit for me. Cause I'm like, where was this 20 years ago when I started, when I was asking for this? Where were you people? They're not reinventing the wheel. They're just revolutionizing it, <laughs> which is really cool to see about EXP. And it's what's brought a lot of people to the bright light and uh, has caused EXP to be the, the shining star that it is. Well, I feel like we're meeting agents where they're at. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if somebody has an elderly parent, a child that they're taking care of and they want to go, they shouldn't be punished for not going, being able to go to an office meeting. You should be able to listen to it on your phone. You should be able to watch it on your computer. I'm just saying. Oh, absolutely. And now we're living in those times and EXPs yeah. and that metaverse and uh, they make it efficient. And I really like how you said that, you know, you're meeting agents where they're at. Life happens. 
and we're in a new world. We're in that post, uh, kind of post COVID. We're a little more worried about other things now, but uh, that post COVID world where we were all forced to work from home. And, you know, for most people, it was like life changing to have to hop on a meeting online. And for EXP, it was like, well, see you for our normal online meeting on Tuesday, you know, business as usual. Literally, there was literally no pivot. The only pivot was how we did business going out to meet clients and all that. Yep. And it's, that's one of my favorite stories to hear about EXP too, is, uh, they were already there before the rest of the world was forced to it. EXP was ahead of the time and just take that as one of the, the many flagships that EXP has set out and will set out. I'm pretty sure that that has probably caused us to grow even more during this time. Mm-hmm. Which is years, exciting so because is the fact is growing right now and we're blowing up in a really great way and stocks and everything else. And so, um, if you're thinking about coming over to EXP, reach out, reach out to people like Wendy and her team and uh, get excited, get involved, ask those questions. Don't feel like you're pressured to come over because like Wendy said, she's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to beg you to come over here. Why would I, if you don't want to be here, we don't want you here, but we'd love to spread the good word about EXP. Well, and it's really cool because I don't even think you have to be an icon agent to succeed here. I think every little realtor has their like um, strengths and weaknesses. And I think that that's been one of my favorite things about EXP is that we highlight that. And those people can have teaching opportunities. I think you just get better at your craft if you're teaching it to, to other people too. So I think that there's just so much talent involved with our company. And that's the beauty of the training stuff is you can get involved. You don't have to be an icon agent to get involved and teach to your strengths. And, you know, we going international, I'm sure we're going to learn even more and more because we're so used to being in our America bubble. And I've watched our company go from state to state to state. Oh, my gosh. It's been exciting times. It is. And now where did we just open one up? Australia? I mean, we are expanding and it's exciting and uh, it's going to be revolutionary. It's not too late to jump on board. You're not a bandwagoner if you jump over to EXP. And even if people call you that, um, screw it. Tell them to cry into your stock options later, okay? Like, it's going to be great. I think I might have said that once or twice with some colorful words attached to it. (laughs) You're like, oh, let me just... Let me just cry and tell yeah. the stock options that yeah. I have that Yankee's giving me. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry that you have to bully me because I'm not with your brokerage. But yeah, that's true, Wendy. You know, you if you want to come over here, talk to the agents. And if you don't, then well, see you when you we'll finally make around when you're ready to move. Yeah, I'll see you around when you're ready to move. Well, Wendy, we'll I talk think next this is a great episode. Yeah, seriously, we'll talk. Okay, call you in a few months, or you'll call me. I'm sure. <laughs> Wendy, this has been an awesome episode. I think it's been great. Your story is very interesting and it's um, been fun getting to know you. Are there any final words that you'd like to wrap up today's episode with? No, I appreciate it. And I appreciate all that EXP has done for everybody who's been involved and everybody who teaches and helps people learn and helps the agents become better, honestly. Absolutely. Well, Wendy, thank you so much for your time today. And I look forward to seeing you at EXP Con and Shareholders. Yes, it's going to be fun. It will be. Thank you, Wendy. Thanks for having me.
This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Spear Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.